Welcome to Ellie's Coffee Talks, the podcast featuring creative entrepreneurs in the Basel area over the best cups of coffee in the best cafes. Welcome, Cyril, again. We're still on Bowen uh, at Tell Your Friends Cafe, I believe. Tell Your Friends Cafe, yeah. And still beautiful. No sun today, but Not it's okay. Not yet. <laughs> it's okay. So we told you that episode two was probably going to come. Well, it's here already. So <laughs> we had a deep talk again last night. And yesterday morning and yesterday and, yeah, Every <laughs> single day, all day long. It feels like a retreat the moment yeah. you land on island and it starts <laughs> bubbling. <laughs> so... Do you want to share what came up? Yeah. What happened yesterday was around mm, half past midnight, I had a client. I was surprisingly on the phone at that time on WhatsApp, and I got a client of mine who sent me a message and asked me to uh, fix something urgently. Um, this, these are clients that I work For I do web development and it's something that I've been doing for about 12 years and it's something I've been moving away from for the past two, three years and this is my last client and he asked me to do something urgently and I actually got out of bed and I went to work for him for half an hour and then got back to bed went to bed way too late and then woke up the next morning feeling really, really groggy and grumpy and just completely out of place it took me a time to realize and I realized I made a concession I made a massive concession and it's one that I have been making for a while which is I'm not doing what I want to do 100% just because this is a job that pays very well and it got me thinking about most people Uh, so many people and so many people in this situation who concede and give up what they really want uh, deeply temporarily or actually in the long term and they're going to give it up just for the sake of um, getting a bit more money out of it and a bit more security so je fais une pause J'ai fait so... <laughs> so she's getting her lobster. <laughs> <laughs> et... Je pense que c'est à toi de poser une question du coup en réponse à ce que je disais. Parce que c'est là où j'étais arrivé au bout de la que pensée. Tu es en train de dire quoi Et j'ai dit, il y a beaucoup de, y a beaucoup de gens qui acceptent. Euh, je le connais lui, mais je ne sais plus où est-ce que j'ai Il y a beaucoup de gens qui... <coughs> qui euh, sont dans cette situation et qui font une concession voilà, en échange d'un peu plus d'argent euh, en échange d'un peu plus d'argent et un peu plus de sécurité ok and I'm in this situation too right now where I I need to make this concession and yet there are always ways other ways but yeah I can hear you completely I, yeah and you know you know you know what it's all based on I, I it's based on fear 
it's totally based on fear of not finding the thing that's right for me and that will pay the bills on the other side right it's it's that fear of staying yeah exactly so it's fear versus faith it's fear versus faith or you could call it love if you want if you want to make a perfect uh, you know one against the other yeah Yeah, it's because it's always you know it's always that it's love like self-love and just love for god or whatever the universe or just that faith of saying you know what By doing what I deeply want, I will get paid. Like, the universe will provide yeah, because yeah. I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You know? And so it's... Which you experienced in the past and I experienced it too, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And multiple times. Yeah. It's just... I guess in this case, the the client comes, the client comes to me like about... Like one week test. ago and yeah and it's a, it's a test it's a test from the universe saying okay do you actually are you actually really over this coding stuff mm. is this or are you still needing to have that on the side and you know at that time I had maybe two months of money of worth of money like on the side that mm. I can live from and I was actually very comfortable in that situation I wasn't mm. you know panicking or whatever but the fact that he came along and said oh I can offer you this money in exchange for this time I didn't even think about it. I didn't listen to my inner authority. I didn't take the time uh, to really figure out, is it what I want or not? And I just jumped on the occasion because it's like, it felt like free money. And a couple days later, I realized it's not free. It's stealing my time. It's stealing my time, which is the most precious thing we have. It's taking my time away from doing the things I really want to do and the ones I came to do on earth. So, concession. Yeah. Yeah, concession. And so last night after so you were about to you were really uncomfortable with the situation and angry. The more you were talking about it, the more the angrier you got. And you almost I guess wanted to tell them, Hey, actually I'm not gonna do it. And by me trying yeah. to ask questions yeah. is it resistance is yeah. it this is it that talking about my own experience then you found a solution to it yeah it unlocked um, I guess I, I, yeah first of all as you said the emotion came up and I expressed it correctly and did get to that point where yeah I did want to throw everything away and kind of just quit you know violently uh, and hence you know cause pain to my client which mm. clearly doesn't deserve yeah. it because yeah. we've had a great relationship yeah. and he's not part of this issue of mine uh, and so then I let it I let a bit more time and then I realized I can you know use this client to do what I really want to do which is I want to keep teaching I want to keep teaching code this is one of the things that really makes me happy and like profoundly satisfied and so I realized that I could have you know a couple junior developers mm -hmm. working under my because um, you teach also yes because I teach and I mentor I do one-on-one -on -one mentoring so yeah I kind of find out the perfect solution and I'm going to offer my client to see if he wants to mm -hmm. still, after that podcast yeah after this podcast it's the first thing I'm going to do uh, decision has been made so I already feel a lot better And actually, yeah, as we say this, once 
I had thought about that and I made the decision in my mind, instantly I felt so much better. Mm. And as I was saying on podcast number one, the emotion was transmuted and uh, dealt with. And it's not something that's going to stick within me. And I can move forward and I'm back on the path of what I really want to do. And And often often when you're facing that kind of... uh, dilemma or problem or whatever you don't need to necessarily quit right away everything move to Bowen Island <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, what she's thinking uh, yeah that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> so quitting is one of the solutions it's just one there's yeah. again there there's making the situation better or there's accepting it maybe yeah. you know in yeah. some situations there really is you know what accepting it is the right Solution because I don't really have a choice, or um, I'm making money for a really good reason, mm. you know. And then, and, and hence, okay, it's a fair like, compromise on my side, you know. Uh, I'm gonna get what I really want, but I need to go through this first compromise. Mm. That's fine, you know. Uh, it's really just I really felt like I was doing a massive concession on myself, and I was like conceding in front of my heart you know like my being that really wants to do something and that is here on earth to do something specific mm. and I'm just I'm kind of giving up that dream in exchange for a little bit more of security which I don't even really need you know which was just mm-hmm. made me feel a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. that's what I want to point out today and I want to so concession with yourself yeah. Yeah, concessions with myself. And I see way too many people doing concessions mm-hmm. uh, around uh, around me. And in the relationships, with work, with everything. Yeah, with... Um, Food. Yeah. yeah, I can see people, you know, conceding. Yeah, for example, giving up an entertaining life, you know, in exchange. Um, that just brings them, you know, some sort of gratification. And what do they concede? They, they give up. They give up like their real dream, like their childhood dreams or what they really want to explore in life. Those are, I think, like the major concessions that we make. And it's not, it's really not healthy in the long run. It, it, it takes a lot of courage, I guess, to go through these fears, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. Yet, well, I couldn't, <laughs> I encourage everyone to just jump through them and just, you know, confront them rather than concede. Uh, I think the first step would be to realize what you really need, what you really want to do, all these things yes. that we have an online course coming up. Yeah. <laughs> online course in the making. Yeah, so there's... I really, really will have to do it if I'm saying this. <laughs> Not yeah. just take notes at the cafe. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. And I mean, everything has a time, I guess, as well. You know, there's, there's also... There's a time to make the leap. I'm not, I'm not telling people, you know, you, you don't like your job. There's absolutely no other uh, potential something on the horizon. Um, and so you should just go for it and just take a massive leap and expect that something will come up behind. No. I think yeah. it's more jumping to something better and doing the leap to something that's dragging you towards the top more. There needs to be that, right? It is still a leap of faith, but I'll I'll just give a quick example Mm. for me a bit earlier, as I was telling you. I didn't 
think there would be any other source of income coming my way. I wanted to be, do mentoring full time, yet I didn't have any opportunity right there. Yet I refused a big contract of coding that was offered to me in May. By refusing that, only a month and a half later, a friend came to me and said, "Oh, my company is uh, offering me like a grant of like three or four grand for one-on-one -on -one teaching. Do you want to be my teacher?" There you go. I had no idea this would come up my way. And yet, it came at the perfect timing, and it was in perfect response to that decision no, you made. yes, yeah. to that decision of no, I don't want that anymore. And then the other thing came up. You can't wait until you get the silver platter. It's too easy. It can't be that easy. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that easy. It's supposed to be a bit hard. You're supposed to take mm. a leap of faith at some point and mm. say, yes, the universe will bring me exactly what I need mm. once I say no to what I don't need. I feel like the hardest part, uh, that's what it's been for me for the last 10 years, is to mm. know what you really want. And even sometimes when you know what you really want, it's actually not what you should want you know the universe is like nah, no actually for you no yeah it's hard it's hard to discern yeah discernment is a bit difficult and it's getting more and more difficult with the world of today because options yeah yes it's it's, it's yes. that it's that being in yes. the supermarket and having the choice between 25 different types of salt mm. you know that's I think discernment is becoming harder and harder because mm. of that. Mm. And that's why I love living in an environment where there's the least amount of input. Because that, <laughs> it's, <laughs> the discernment like becomes you. clearer and clearer. Yeah, you have less yeah, options yeah. and you, you, you're just more faced with this. Okay, I'll go you're with that. Happier. It, 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 to me, it brings a bit more, it brings less frustration, mm. definitely. It brings less frustration, less of that, what people call FOMO, right? Um, yeah, the fear of missing out. The fear of missing yeah. out, the fear of uh, not having taken the right decision. And, yeah. this, and, and being in an environment where you're overstimulated yeah. brings that um, yeah, difficulty of taking decisions and it reinforces the mind as the decision-making center. And as yeah. I was ta yeah, talking yeah, yeah, in yeah. the end of episode yeah. one, that's, yeah. we all have different... Um, yeah, decision centers and yeah. definitely not the mind. Definitely not the yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. So huge trust, and it's like this visualization or those visualization techniques that people. That oh, everything I follow on Instagram talks about that. It, yeah. You have to feel it before it actually happens, but not. It's not this thing of. Exactly what you were talking about with this uh, friend who came to you and asked you to be a teacher, and you didn't expect that at all, but you wanted a certain thing and to feel a certain way, I guess. Yeah. And especially not do what you were doing for for uh, years. Yeah. And it's um, and then you're open for anything. Uh, yeah, you're open for anything. Yeah, completely. You have you've you've the space is there, right? You just need to make the decision and, and how thank, it's going to And make thank the feel. universe for, do, for taking care and of it. And have a little gratitude practice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's really, I mean... It, and trust. It, it doesn't go... The trust comes from the fact, yeah, the trust comes from the fact you're just 
thanking the universe and saying, thanks for doing that for me. Yeah. At the present. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the universe doesn't know past, present, future. It's all just one big moment. In, this, in the scope of yeah, yeah, yeah. the universe right. time, the li a lifetime is a second, so mm. it's, it's now. And um, just saying, okay, thanks for bringing mm. whatever contracts my way that, uh, that I need and that correspond to me, that are correct for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I use it more and more with less and less fear. Of course, it's always coming back from time to time. But also realizing that I was never lacking at any, and, and I thank my parents for that for sure. But also, there was always work coming up at this at the right time when when the bank account is like yes. going down more and more. It's just. It just comes because you made the decision that okay now it needs to come. This and then is um, something comes up. yeah. This is something we were talking about on the beach uh, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. It's hard. <laughs> it's a hard life. It's the constant struggle over here. We're really suffering. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the fact that our parents and probably most people that are listening to this podcast. Our parents and grandparents, we're in this generation where they were driven by this need for security security, and filling in the lack uh, that happened during the wars, if you were in, you know, in Europe. That's the trauma that happened at the time. There was a lot of lack. People went through a big time of suffering because of lack of material uh, needs. One of the primal, basic first level Maslow pyramids mm. needs and the fact that we went through this time where there was material accumulation it kind of fixed that in a way and I feel like today our generation I don't know about you Ophidi but I, I, I don't have that fear of starving I just mm. don't have it because I also live you know in the northern hemisphere and no, and no. of course, of course, everything we say right now is for our kind of country. Yeah, for the more. Of yes, of course, for most people. Every, for you know, most people, every yeah. country, every community, every person is at a different level of experience in that Maslow pyramid. You know, we're all at a different level. But I feel like that first level has been so satisfied yeah. for so many years by the people that gave birth to us yeah. by our lineage yeah. that we have it inside us I, I have that inside of me I have that deep sense of security that I'm not going to end up on the street and that really helps me to do what I truly want things that the, our parents and our grandparents were not able to do they were yeah. too busy yeah. taking care of those first needs and we have the luxury mm. and I that's why I feel really deep gratitude for my parents and my grandparents because they gave us the opportunity to now explore what we deeply want and to take these sure. leaps and just say you know what I don't need to do that good well paying job I can just jump to the thing that I, I'm really meant to be doing on earth yeah yeah it's uh, we're super lucky and and yet we don't take advantage of it enough. I guess that's the thing, yeah. yeah. Realizing that there's kind of a massive safety net yeah. nowadays yeah. and that we live in... in The only thing that could really happen to us is eating rice for a month. That's that's <laughs> my only... I, I see that as like the lowest, you know, that, that could kind of happen. Yeah. 
And uh, that should be, yeah, that should be, really be a lot more motivating to just dive forward. Yeah. All these people, you know, doing startups, right? Starting up companies and living on ramen for months and months of... Uh, it's like, we can do that, you know? We can do that nowadays. We can take those risks. It's yeah. not so much of a risk. Yeah. Um, so. You're not risking throwing out an entire crop in the winter and then starving to death, you know? <laughs> yeah. So what would be the risk you would want to take? Maybe you can ask yourself that question. Yeah. What you need to take... What are the risk you're? What is the risk you're not taking right now? What is the risk you are not taking, and that the universe is asking you to take, whereas it's going to tell that person you love them, or uh, whereas it's uh, jumping on that opportunity that's been there for a while, the professional opportunity, or just going for that course that you've been wanting to do for so long, and you need to spend that extra money. It's everything is a kind of an, an investment. Yeah. I feel like if you're not doing that, you're really conceding and you're putting your dream aside and mm. there's nothing worse than putting your dreams aside. Yeah. You don't want to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So, concession with work, now we talked about that, but it also works in relationships and I want to tap on that yeah. a little bit because um, something I discovered recently mm. thanks to my coach and the whole engagement thing till and, yes. and ge in general and so it's this the, my coach said you're not supposed to concede or yeah I no, let's let's make the difference between compromise yeah, and concession. that's what we're, that's what we we're saying just before it's um, compromise is what both people do after a negotiation it's when it's when two people want something but we won't be able to have both of them it's not possible the situation doesn't permit it um, so a negotiation starts and then you reach a compromise where both people get a little bit a part of what they wanted and so both people are kind of happy uh, which can make them in the long run both very happy yet on the other side it's the concession it's really putting your deepest desire aside and not getting any pleasure out of the other person's satisfaction of their desire and then you were telling me that there was a situation where you, you didn't satisfy what you wanted but you felt deeply happy of making the other one making happy. the other one happy yeah. that's compersion right that's it's it's a word in english called compersion i think a lot of people use it in polyamory uh, situations where they're happy that's why i don't know anymore <laughs> that's why i know <laughs> um and so It's somebody that's going Now to you feel. Know <laughs> um, it's it's something, yeah, where the other person is satisfied, is happy. They experience happy, a deep uh, feeling of yeah. happiness because the other person yeah. is feeling happiness, yeah, generally yeah. through a sexual uh, encounter, yeah. through um, right. You know, yeah. right? So what <laughs> my example yeah. was 
I didn't want to go to a party. And I mean, I didn't mind, but it was, I would have rather stayed home. And then Till wanted to go to the party. And I knew it would make him really happy if I would go with him. And so I went because it came out of love. And that's what the coach was saying. If you should not concede or compromise or whatever if it doesn't come from yeah a unless you're feeling place. it yeah. unless you're just feeling it that it's the, yeah. yeah it's the right thing to do yeah. you know it's the right thing to do and and often if you're in a stress situation and you don't feel good within yourself and you don't have that love to give it's just not available totally. at that time you know yeah. we're not always available for that yeah. in that in that situation you can't that's where I wouldn't concede and I say you know what I'm no I'm putting myself yeah. first but it's so normal to do that in relationships you know you hear our parents they would tell you yeah you know it's a, it's yeah in in their relationships yeah I guess it's it's just changing so much and again we're back to what we were just talking about before we have that space to explore unconditional loving relationships mm. and I think you think they didn't? Oh, they didn't oh, I think there's been unconditional loving relationships since the dawn of time, but maybe less, or at least the ones I've seen in my parents, where I've seen it was a lot of conditional and a lot of collusional relationships, where you're with one another to f implicitly fix a lot of your issues, and you don't really realize that, and there's a dynamic going on where you're actually hurting yourselves um, I think that could be in any relationship at a certain dose you know sprinkled at a certain dose yes I mean you are in, re in a relationship to, to okay. heal right I'll, I'll yeah I'll correct that we are in relationships to heal our individual wounds yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. But it's not the, the role of the partner to heal that. It's your It's not the partner. role. And I was actually talking about reenacting the trauma you've lived in your childhood. Mm. A lot of relationships okay. are there, especially like totally, the passionate yeah. ones, you know, where people <laughs> love each other and then they throw stuff at, their, at each yeah. other's faces. That's a very conditional relationship that's here where you're expecting the other partner to fill in all the voids that you have within yourself yeah. and vice yeah, versa. Yeah. And that's why you fall so deeply in love because you feel, <gasps> finally, I have that person that is going to <laughs> fix my mommy issues and I'm going to fix her daddy issues yeah. and it's, it's going to work out. That's, that's not what I would call define as love. I would yeah. just call it as a... It's, it's a sex. agreement. <laughs> yeah, sex with an agreement and with great feelings of attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so unconditional love, as we were talking about it before, to me is that. It's really just having yourself always in priority. And, that, and the person in front of you will understand that if, because they're doing the same thing. And they know there'll always be a priority. And they can love you better that way. They can love you more purely, I'd say. More respect. More respect. To me, love is just a deep respect yeah. for the other person. Yeah. You know, this space. And, and a commitment. And we... And a commitment. Yeah. And love is a commitment. Definitely. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. You decide to love somebody. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Right. All right. Anything else we talked about for the last 
three days. <laughs> um, well, uh, kind of covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. We'll come back. Maybe episode three. Or, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, Celine. Thank you.